And we are at the two dots, Tarura Banan. This Pasuk over here is talking about the Kapara on Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol were the Par. Par Lechatat. So it says, Vekri Baron et Par Lechatat Ashelo, Vekhiper Baado, Baad Beto. So now, the Gemara is going to discuss what is this Kapara over here. The Torah is telling us there's a kapara, but they didn't slaughter the animal yet. So where's the kapara? Normally we know kapara is in the dam. But the animal is still alive over here. So how is it saying over here in the pasuk? So it says, Meaning he says, Anna. That's where the kapara is taking place. In the vidui, in the confession that's made over the korban. <coughs> so the Gemara says, wait. Ata omer bechapara devarim. You're saying, it's kapara devarim. O eno ela kapara damim. Maybe the kapara is the blood. Who told you? So the Gemara says, Hare ani dam. I'll make a hekesh. Neemra kan kapara. It says by the par of the Kohen Gadol, the word kapara. And it says later on also by the Sa'ir that they sent over the cliff. Sa'ir Mishtalayah. It says also the word Kapara. Ma Kapara Amura Bisa'ir Divarim. Just like the Kapara that was said by the Sa'ir Mishtalayah is Kapara. We know it's Divarim. It's verbal. Kapara Amura Bipar Divarim. So to the pause we make a cash. Kapara Kapara. Just like we know that Sa'ir. Because the Gemara over there clearly says the animal was alive when you had the kapara, so it must be vidui the bari. So to this part of the, the hatat of the kohen must be also be vidui the bari. Ve'im nafshecha lomar. Now whenever you see ve'im nafshecha lomar, it means, and if you want to say the other way, and if you have a reason to say that there's no connection between par of hatat and say the mishnah Clearly, if you look at the Pesukim, it says Kapara, and the Par was not Nishkat yet. So therefore, don't think to say otherwise. Now the Gemara didn't tell us why would I think to say otherwise. It just says, and if you want to argue, don't argue. Because the Pasuk is mashwara, the Kapara is done before the Shaita. Now what Kapara is done before Shaita has to be a verbal uh, vidui. Now the Gemara is going to say, what were you thinking? When you said, V'im Omar, why would I think not to make the Hekesh? My V'im Omar, that's we would say it in our terms. What was the Havamina? What's the Havamina to say that it doesn't work, this Hekesh? Because I would have said, who told you to compare it to the Sa'id Mishtalayah, that the Kapara is verbal, if we do, maybe compare it to the Sa'id that was brought inside, and that is only Kapara Bidamim. 
Because over there it clearly says kapara after the shechita. So who told you to compare it to that side? Maybe compare it to the other side. That's why it says by the side, by the par vechiper ve'adain lo nishchata par. And the par was not nishchat yet. So therefore, it's more mashma to compare it to the state of mishdalaya. That also was not nishchat, and it says the word kapara. So now the Gemara says uminayin. Shebe'ana. Tricky word. You want to know? How do you know that the kapara, the vidui, is by saying ana, like we saw in the Mishnah, ana Hashem or ana Bashem? I didn't show you, but there's a tosafot in the Mishnah that brings them from Yerushalmi. Some have the girsa ana Bashem, and some say the girsa is ana Hashem. You look at our Mazo, we have both girsa to, to settle both in any. If you look at the Tosafot on the Mishnah that we had on yesterday, quote Yerushalmi. Anna Bashem, Anna Hashem. I thought that was so he never switched. We just say No, we just do both, yes. Tosafot is not small. I didn't do I have to study the, uh, the difference, Bashem or Hashem. What does it mean? Why, why don't you just say Anna Hashem? But anyway, it's in the Vidui. It's in the Anna. So Gemara says, Minayin Shebe Anna. How do we know that the Vidui is in the Anna? So it says, Neemar Kan Kapara. It says by the par, the word Kapara. It says, Vichiper Ba'adok. Oh, it says by Har Sinai, after the Jewish people worship the Egel Zahab, it says Kapara. Moshiach says, Ulai Achapera Panai. So you see what? That Kapara, Kapara. And what did it say by Har Sinai? And just like by Har Sinai, when the people did the Egel, it said Anna, Moshiach says, Anna, Hata Amazeh. Again, you see the word Anna is used to Ben Adam Lamakom. We said yesterday when the brothers told me, said, Anna, Sana, so he says, I'm not God. You don't have to use the, the terminology that's, that's used from God. You see another example of this. Afkan, the Anna. So too, over here, it's Anna also. Just like the Anna was used by the Kapara of the Aigel, it says the word Kapara over there. And the Bidui was in an Anna terminology. So to here it says Kapara. So it's going to be done in the Anna terminology. Uminayin, Shebashem. How do you know that what? That you have to say Anna Hashem. You have to use Hashem's name in the Anna. Neemar Khan Kapara. It says by the part of the Kohen, the word Kapara. Arufa Kapara. It also says Kapara. Because it's Arufa. Over there, by Aglarufa, it's uh, with Hashem's name. Kapel Amekaisa Shepadita. Kapel Amekaisa Shepadita Hashem. So Hashem's name is mentioned in the Kapara of the Aglarufa. So therefore, we learn from Har Sinai, we learn Anan. From the Aglarufa, we learn Hashem. So the Gemara Kazuman says, Amar Abaye. Abaye says, Tishlama Choreb. I understand that you can't learn the vidui of Moshe when he prayed for the Egel Azahab, that you say uh, we cannot learn it from the Egel Arufa. Why? Because which means we had Egel came first and then Egel Arufa. So I can't learn the rules of how to pray by Egel Egel Azahab from why don't you learn that in Egla Arufa? No, it's, it's, it's Kapara. 
they both have kaparas, and just like by Har Chorev, we said Anna, so we should say Anna also by Egla Arufa. Right? You're, you're learning it from Ikustas Kapara, so learn it from each other. I understand you can't learn the laws from, uh, uh, you can't learn how to see night from Egla Arufa. How does it happen first? Egelazah happened first, so it's done by the Haba Haba. But once you're telling me that by Egelazahab, the way Moshe Rabbeinu asked for forgiveness was with an Anna, so learn that, and it says Kaparade, so learn to Egelarufa, that also says Kapeda Amicha, learn that to be an Anna. So the Gemara says, Maybe maybe you do. You must be you don't. Batinan Hakwanim or Kapel Amecha Yisrael. The Idu Beana Lok Amar. Which means the Kwanim when they do the Igla Rufan have to say Kapel Amecha. But they don't say the word Anna. So that's a strong question. How come they don't say Anna? They should learn it from Mahorev. Gemara answers Kashya. Okay, it's Kashya. Then Onim Aharab. We said in the Mishnah when the people in the Azara hear the Shema Mephorash come out of the Kohen Gadol's mouth. Mikdushaf Tahora. They answer Baruch Shem Kivod Nafuto. Le'olam Ba'ed. Gemara says Tanya Rabbi Yomer. Kishem Hashem Ekra. Havu Godel Elohenu. Amar Lehem Moshe. When I mention the name of Hashem, have God in the Give a, a, a praise to the Gedulah of Kadosh Baruch Hu and give a, give a Sheba. So that's where we learn that when you hear Hashem's name, you have to give a Sheba. Hananiah ben Achi, Rabbi Yoshua Omer, Zecher Sadiq Lebracham. Amar Lahem, Hanavi, the Navi says to Israel, which Navi is this? Shulamu Amelech, calling him a Navi. He was a Navi. When I mentioned the Tzaddik of the Olamim, of the, of the, of the, of the, the eternal Tzaddik, who's the eternal Tzaddik? God. So there was Zekel Tzaddik. When the mentioning of the Tzaddik Olam, the Baraka. You have to give a Baraka. What's the Baraka? Baruch Shem Kevod, Makotot, Olam, Dahel. Tzaddik Olam, attempt to know Baraka. So that's basically where we learn the Deen of when they hear the Shalom of Furash, either it's Abu Godel or it's uh, Zekel Tzaddik, the Baraka. Okay, now we move on to the next Mishnah. So what we do so far, so far we have the Par. And the par is on the northern side of the Mizbeah, towards the Echal. And we have it facing, uh, it's, the animal itself is facing north-south. And its head is tilted to the west. And then that's what we got uh, until this point over here. So now we're going to continue the descendant. <coughs> and we learned the that he made Simicha. Right, we said Masamaki Adolo Shapar and he said Anna Hashem Ato Avu Pashu and then um, he says uh, uh, when the people hear the name of Hashem and they Noflim Al Penehem and they say Baruchim Kimul Kotor Olam. Right, that's what we got to the last Mishnah. Now we continue to say that Avoda. So it comes along and says that you need to bring two goats. We know the Sair Hashem and the Sair Laazazel. Okay. So the Gemara says, and says, what? You have to put the two goats in front of Hashem. The Pasuk says, So we have to figure out where is this Lefne Hashem, where exactly is these two Se'irim, where we're going to make a lottery on them, as we know, where are they situated? The four Yishachs of the Par. This is exactly the order. So comes the Gemara and says, Okay. 
So now the Kohen Gadol, he comes to the Mizrah Azara. Now he's in the western side. Now he goes to the eastern side of the Azara. Okay, that's the other side of the Mizbaya. Litzfon a Mizbaya. And he's still on the Safon side of the Mizbaya. Which is fine. Hasegan Mimino. Segan is like the uh, the vice, the assistant is on his right side. Verosh betav misimono, and the abedin, or not the abedin, the head of the betav of the koanim, because the koanim have the betav, they have the that week or that day, so they have the head of the group of the koanim of that day <coughs> goes to the uh, goes to the, uh, the to the left side. From here we learn the law of the Somech. <coughs> that when you have the high holidays and praying, you have to have three people there. Just like the Kohen had one on his right, and one is over there saying the Davodah. So that's already, there's a source for it. It's not Stam. So he says, Bisham Shnei Okay, so there was two goats that were standing on that uh, spot over there. Right here, uh, you have a picture exactly. Do you see oh, the right. two goats? Yeah, yeah. Other yeah. pictures, they moved them as bad. Yeah, yeah, well, you're going to see why. You're going to see why. The Gemara is going to discuss this. Where are those testers? But where, where's the t- I don't see the two goats in this picture. The two, the two, uh, the two dots. Over here? Yeah. Okay. So, you see, we're all the way on the east now. You see, before we were talking about on the west side. This is the west, towards the Ulam and the Echal. Now we went all the way to the east side, and we're in the Azara. This is Israel. Right, is Israel. Okay, we'll see why. Visham So their faces to the west, and their back is to the east. Okay, you don't see that in the picture, but that's how they're standing. They're standing east west. The kalpi aitasham. Kalpi is a box, a box made out of wood. And there was two uh, lotteries in the box. Shel ishkerawahayu. Ishkerawah is a type of tree, brush tree. That's a type of tree. What do you call it? Boxwood. Okay, cheap uh, wood. Baasaan ben gamla mishel zahav. Okay, Ben Gamla eventually would upgrade it and he would turn the lotteries into gold. Because since all the Avodah is done, uh, uh, or not Avodah, since the Kabod of the day, so if he made it into gold. Nice donation to the Mitha Magdash, for his uh, contribution. Now the Gemara just discusses some other people that made some contributions to the Mitha Magdash, and the uh, rabbis mentioned them, uh, they gave them a good uh, praise. The other side of the Mizbeah. Exactly where we were yesterday on the west side, they go to the other. So, so they walked 11 Amot to the Mizbeah, then 32 Amot to the Mizbeah itself, and then another. Many amot, you got to the Azara, so it's Mamash, the other side. No, you're, you're in the Azara. I mean, you, here you see the Echad because they're putting the Mizbeah on the side. I don't know, they put the Mizbeah on the side over here, so you see it, you do see the Echad. Oh, okay. 
You do see the sheet yeah. putting the Mizbayah yeah. on the line. Yeah. There's no south line. Yeah. Yeah. So you see it? Because he needs to be in the north. You see it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll see why. We'll see what Shittah that is. It's coming up in the Gemara. Big day Kehuna is where? Big day Laban. This is Avodat Kapoor service. <coughs> okay, now Ben Katin, we learned this in Shikalim. Ben Katin, Asar Shtem Asar Dad Lakiyor. Right? Which means, Shelo Ayalo Ela Shenayim. Originally, there was only two spigots coming out of the Kiyor. But he wanted to make it convenient for all the Kohanim, they could wash their hands and feed at the same time. So therefore, there were 12 Kohanim that needed to bring the Qurban. So they made 12 spigots so they could all do it at the same time. He's a khilatom, it's a nice thing. Furthermore, the Afu Asa Mukhni Lakiyur. Mukhni Mirashom, today we say mechanical. Mukhni is mechanical. He made something mechanical in the in the Kiyur. What happened over here? Shelo Yiyu Memab Nefshalim Berina. Exactly, a wheel. What was the mechanism? Exactly. The waters that were in the Kiyor, if they stay overnight, since they're in the Klisharet, the Kiyor is considered a Klisharet, they become Pasul because they stayed overnight. It's Absulina. So what did he do? He made a certain type of wheel that every uh, night before the end of the night, he lowered it down so the water goes back to the well. So now the water's in the well. But once it's Mechobat to the well, it's not the pasul. And in the morning, they bring it back out again. Why not just throw out the waters every day? It's not kabot. It's not kabot to bring uh, something to Lina on a daily basis. So he, that, they said, that's a nice thing. It's kabot to the bit of Mikdash, so you don't have to bring uh, these uh, waters to Lina every day. How, how, how did it not come to Lina now? Because when they submit it's in the border. It's, it's mechobat. Oh, meaning they, they, they used to put it in the border, the hook here. Yeah, the yeah, it was over a border. So, there was, so before, right. before the night time, they put so it the bottom was the touching it. Right. So it was in the border. They lowered it down into the... Uh, Munbaz a melech. Munbaz. Okay, he was from the what? Uh, from the Hashwanaim. That's what some say. Hashwanaim. Okay, what did he do anyway? I always say, call your daughter Kirish Yom Kirish Zahab. Okay, he made all the handles of the Kirin that they used on Yom Kippur. He made the handles gold. Look at the Gemara's going to ask, how can we make the Kirin gold? He just made the handles go. That was his donation. Hilni in Mo, his mother, the queen, Astan Nevreshet Shilzahab. She made a beautiful, like a menorah, made out of gold, very, very shiny. Al Peta Hechal, on top of the Hechal. We'll see why she did that. What was the benefit? Ve'afi Astan Tablat Shilzahab Shabbat Sota. She wrote the parashat, she had the parashat Sota written on a gold tablet. Kituba Aleha. Sometimes I had to write the uh, Parashat Sotah. So when they had to write it, Parashat Sotah, they have to bring a Sefer Torah into the Azara and open up the Sefer. So this is, yeah, so this is better. Instead of having to bring a Sefer Torah, always and open it up. So you have a standard tablet. Anytime you need it to copy Parashat Sotah, you copy from the, the tablet, the tabla. It's a very funny donation, though. Like, which, you know, I, I have to look at the other way, I have to say. It's Kavot Sefer Torah. She, was, she, she didn't want the Sefer Torah that has to be always brought out. And you know, opening up the chest, that's what I look for. Nikanor, Na'asun Nisim Daltotav. Okay, he brought the, uh, the doors to the Bet HaMikdash. And the miracles happened to his doors over there. Kamala's going to tell you the story. Ve'ayu maskirin otam l'sheva. So Munbaz, Hilmi, Nikanor. These are the only people that made donations to the Beit. That was maskirin l'sheva. Could be other people made things to the sheva. The rabbis told them to take your donation back. 
These over here were good donations. The rabbi said, Hazak Baruch, good, uh, good donation. Okay, now we got to solve this. Um, we got to solve this first piece over here, which is the most difficult part of today's daf. Where exactly the two Sa'idim were standing? Where's the Mizbeah? Where's the Hechal? Well, the Hechal is in the same place, but exactly where they stand. Midika Amar, from the fact the Mishnah says that the Kohen Gadol goes to the east side of the Azara in order to do the two goats. So it says, Litzfon Amizbeah. He's standing to the north of the Mizbeah. Now that means he's not standing uh, to the east of the Mizbeah, Mamash. Because again, if the Mizbeah is here, and he's going to the east, so he's in front of the Mizbeah. It's not to the north of the Mizbeah, he's to the east of the Mizbeah. But it doesn't say he's to the east of the Mizbeah. It says he's to the north of the Mizbeah. That means he must be here, and the Mizbeah is, is, is on the border, let's say, of the north-south line. And he's over here. If the Mizbeah was somewhere in the middle, he could be in so he could be right on the side of the Mizbeah. He's on the eastern side of the Mizbeah, but then he's on the eastern side of the Mizbeah. It says he's on the northern side of the Mizbeah, so he's north of the Mizbeah. So they're assuming that let's say um, let's say make a line right down the middle. This is south. This is north. The Mizbeah. Is right here at the <coughs> north south line. He was standing over here originally, the Kohen. That's when he did the part. Now he moves over here, and that's why he says he's to the north of the Mizbeah. See, if the Mizbeah was here, he's not really to the north, or he's also to the to the east of the Mizbeah. Now that's Gemara's question. So it must be the Shittah's going that the Mizbeah is situated like that. That's the Gemara's question. I think you say that he was. You're going to say everything you're thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. Michlal the mizbeach lav b'tzafon kaim. That's Gemara's assumption that it's not in the uh, in the tzafon. Okay. Mani. So who's the author of that? Gemara says the bidiyazer ben Yaakov. How do you know that's the bidiyazer ben Yaakov shita? The Tanya. It says the pasuk v'shaato to. Now it says Safona. Don't say Chalto Safon. Safona. That's an extra head. So what do they learn from that extra head? She is Safon Kulopanui. That the north has to be totally open, even from the Mizbeah. You wouldn't have learned that from the extra head. He learns it. He learns from Safona has to be Pinuya. So this whole northern side has to be open. There's no blockage of Mizbeah. Okay, so I'm just going no problem. We do have a problem. Kibara says, the first part of the Mishnah, which means, remember we said that you slaughter, not slaughter, you bring the, the part of the Kohen, means the Mizbeah is in the middle. And that's why you brought it on the, on the northern side, of course, but the Mizbeah was there. So you're on the northern side, but the Mizbeah was there. So that means the Mizbeah was in the north. So what do you mean? You're telling me originally we're going with a Shittah that says the Mizbeah was in the northern side. Now you're telling me he was not in the northern side. Resha, one Shittah, Sefa, another Shittah. 
Gemara says, Kula Rabbi Ezer Ben Yaakov. So Rabbi Ezer Ben Yaakov. Both Mishnayot are talking about it's at the border. Oh, what about the first Mishnah? Tini. Let it say what it says is part. Beben Haulam Velam Mizbeyah. And if what does that change? Beben Haulam. Let's see. And change the text in the first Mishnah. Which means close, not uh, across from it, and uh, close to the Mizbeach. It's in Nixoasefonicha Mizbeach, next to the northern corner of the Mizbeach. It's true, because if it's on the border, so the northern corner, you stand in front of it. It's not in front of the Mizbeach, it's the Benaulam Vela Mizbeach. Which means in the area, exactly, that's next to the Ulam and the Mizbeach. Shayamakrim <laughs> The three-way mahluk that we had over there was where is the coin stand? Where's Safon? Not where the Mizbeach was. But the Amishnah above committed when it said Ben Aulam Bela Mizbeach, it's much for the Mizbeach in the north also. So say no, Ben Aulam Bela Mizbeach. So it's next to it, but not exactly. Okay. According to the, our, our opinion, the Mizbeach was on the border of north south. Bidiuk. And when it says over there, he stood over here. Ben Aulam Vela Mizbeach. It's not. It's not Ben Aulam Vela Mizbeach. There's no Mizbeach here. It means Ben Aulam, which means next to the Ulam and the, cor- the northern corner of the Mizbeach. But really, it was, a, it was an open space here. The way we learned earlier, there was no open space. It's here's the Ulam, here's the Mizbeach. It's blocked. He's in the middle of that little, he's in that cavity. Now, love that cavity. I was like, no. The, the both Mishnahs can be going like the Shita. Okay, we worked it out. He's still following the uh But the point is the Mizbah is where it is. Uh, I think maybe the height we had Machlokot 3. Continue. Hasegan Mimino Berosh Abed Berosh Bet Abismolo. Okay. So the Segan is on the right, the Rosh Bet Ab is on the left, and I guess the Kohen Gadol is in the middle. Yamara Abar Yuda, Hamalech Limin Rabo Harezebur. When the guy's walking with his rabbi, and he stands on the right of his rabbi, he's a Bur. Okay. 
Because what are you walking next to your rabbi for? As if you're equal to your rabbi? It looks like he's better than he's Yeah, he says over here, the Mehidi, he, before you get to one step back, he says over here, Adifayana Tamid Alech the small Shel Haram. If you walk to your left of your rabbi, your right hand is available to help your rabbi right away. Whereas if you're standing on his right, your right hand is on the outside. So therefore you, you, can't, you can't help him. Okay, possibly, according to that reading of the Me'idi. So he says over here, So he says to go on the, on the right side is a boot. Uh, we're saying over here that what? That the Kohen, the Sigan is on his right side. They have two. Very good. So when I say Tanan, Sigan Mimino, Derosh Betab Bismodo. Oh, so you see that he did stand on an equal line. What's Masma is equal to him. Because they stood on an equal line. The old Tanya, we have another Blaita. Shelosha Shayu Malchim Baderech. Three guys are walking in the street together. Harab Emsa. The Rav stands in the middle. Gadol bimino. Then the next, the Gadol, the greatest student, stands on the right. Vekatan misimolo. And then the smaller one stands on the left. But again, you see what? That they're all standing and selling in a straight row. That means you're being mashveh yourself to the Rav. And the Gemara is saying you shouldn't do that. The Gemara said, Aurech liimin rabbo, which sounds like when you walk into the Yamin of the Rav, you're making yourself equal to him. He's a boot. doesn't mean you're standing to the right, Mama. It means that you're going to cover him. You cover your rabbi. What does it mean, cover? Because now you're learning, and somehow maybe we thought behind your rabbi a little. That's also not nice. That's like gasrua. It's like a ge'e. Why is it ge'ut? You think that you're next in line. Uh-huh. It's like you're, you're following, you're behind them as if you're next. Okay. So, remember what I said. Next to him is no good. Behind them is no good. So, how are you supposed to walk? Gemara says, the mitzaded atzedude. Stand on a. On a diagonal. So, the rab walks. So the student shouldn't stand straight because he's equal to him. Shouldn't stand back because he's gay. So he should stand on the side of Mechaseh. That's what he means, Mechaseh. He covers the side of the Rav. So it's like facing him a little and they're walking uh, like that. That's the way they walk. Okay. So the angels walk through? Yeah. That's whenever you have the, the Sinyar over here. They don't like equal and they don't like behind. So you got to figure out something in the middle. Open up, open up. Bring, bring your red. 
Don't don't ask what the rabbi. Bring your the Asiman Rishmin Bets eat your Zion. We'll see what Johanna Luke says. He has it. Listen to the Haraka. Better he has it over. Every cow. Yes, it's time to harab, that's what it's about. It doesn't make sense. Is that what it is? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, the Venice Hanes. I got it. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know. It's uncomfortable to him. I'm about to have to turn around every time he wants to talk. Let's... 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 Okay, that's two people that meet on the road. We said there's no kavod. You go first, you go first. But when you're going out together on the road, there's this kavod. Okay, he's just answering a separate question. Yes, which means if, 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 if you meet somebody on the road and you bump into each other, there's no kavod. You go first. Where we, go? Where we get to stay first, get to stay first. You don't have to start. But here they left together. They left together, so you have to meet Mechabed. You stand this way, you stand that way. Okay. Okay, there was a box. The box in the Benta Mikdash had two lotteries in it. One said, of course, Lashem, and one said, Lazazel. The coin would stick his hands in the box, and then put one on the, the right, and one on the left, and whatever landed, it landed. So the Gemara is, we think it's so simple from the Pesukim. Two lotteries in the box. Two hands, stick it in the box, put one uh, on the right, Hashem, put the other one on the Azazel, then it's easy. The Gemara over here is going to make it so confusing. Not because the Gemara is trying to make it confusing. The Pesukim are, are confusing. Because the Pesuk says, Venatan Aaron al Shne Se'irim Goralot. Oh, Shne Se'irim Goralot. That's much, but you have to put on. Each of the Sa'irin to Goralot. Goralot. It should have said, Natanala Sa'ir Goral, the Sa'ir Goral. Shnes Sa'irin Goralot. Oh, so now the Gibraltar will say, maybe you have to what, take both and put it on this guy's head, and then take both and put it on the other one's head. We got to deal with these Pesukim. Torah did not write it in a way where we would, we would have written it. Obviously, because the Torah wants to teach us other things. But till we get to the Hadush, the Gemara is going to go to maybe do this, maybe do that, maybe do this. So let's go one at a time. We get every option. We have to understand what the option is and which words were causing the Gemara to, to learn like that. So Tanurabanam. So it says, 
First of all, the fact that it says Goralot, they can be made up of any material. It doesn't say Goralot Zahar, Goralot Eid, Goralot, make it out of paper for that matter. It doesn't no matter what the lotteries themselves are made up of. Fine. Yachol, Shiiten Shinayim, Alze Ushnayim Alze. Which means, I'll explain the Pasuk, Venatan al Aharon. And therefore the Gemara is assuming why you're going to put Hashem al-Azazel, Hashem al-Azazel on both. On both. It's four. Yeah, what happens if there's that thing now? Kedomar, Shiiten They'll be attached to each other in the box. Which means, right, you don't want two Lashem's and two That to be Shem Azazel on each head. So the Mehidi says that you'll clip them together. Shem Azazel, Shem Azazel. So what do you happen if you're opposite? <laughs> take two opposites. Take a coffee break. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do if it comes up? Yeah, we'll take a coffee break. <laughs> the Mehidi is just telling you first, Mitzi'ut. We don't want you to, since they're telling you you have to put one Azazel and one Shem, if you're going to pick them out, it's possible that you'll have two shames and two azazels. So he says you put four tickets in the box, you tie shem azazel to each other, and you tie shem azazel to each other. So you pick both of them out, so now you're carrying four tickets, but they're attached to each other. One you put on one, and one you put on the other. It was Hav Amina. The Gemara is assuming, the Gemara is assuming at this point you need to put two goralot on each one, and the Gemara is assuming one goral of Hashem and one goral of Azazel. Correct. Now, if you're going to leave it to chance, because it's a goral, so when you're going to pick out Hashem, Hashem. So therefore, the meaning just says you tie them to each other. You tied the lotteries. This is Lashem and the Zazazel. You tied the tickets together. So when I pick this out, I got a full package. I put it on one goat. It's Lashem and Azazel on one. Either or. And we're going to do what we go. So how you figure? <laughs> now, he says over here. <laughs> oh, so that's that's what uh, uh, he brings down over here. He brings down over here. He says, <laughs> He brings down from Tosafot what you just said. Kedomat, Tosfot says you put the Hashem's on one. Ushnei goralot shekatuv al kolad b'mazazel asir asheni. Good. Now that I understand. Ushnei goralot shel Shem. 
So that's what the Me'idi means. The Me'idi means tied the Hashem's together and tied the Azazel's together. And now that you tie them both together, so you're good. I know which one is Shem, I know which one is Azazel. What did I gain? I followed the Torah's words. Good alot. Why would I want my two? Kaka, Shem, Shkaka, Hok. But what do you got to do? Why can't you just the queen say, this is Azazel, this is not Shem. Obviously, there's something in the Goral that has to be done. So again, now we understand what the Avamina was. Why can't you learn the Pasuk? The Gemara differently in a second. Tell you what, how do you want to learn? Do the Go One each. As we know. But the Gemara is assuming now, go to the So the Gemara says, Tamud Lomar, why cannot be true? Because we, the other, at the end of the Pasuk, Goran Echad Lashem, the Goran Echad Lazazim. The Goran and can Lashem Ela Goran Echad, the end can Lazazim Ela Echad. Okay, so that option is not good. Yachol, Yitin, Shil Shem, Veshil Azazel, Alzeh. So maybe put Shem Azazel, like we were saying originally. Shem Azazel on one, and Shem Azazel on the other. Now, what are you going to explain the Pasukim over here? Your benefit over here. Ufize, Yuchala Kona Gadon Lakrit, Ezis, Sain Shirtsel Lashem. Then let him choose. Let him take Lashem Azazel on one. Lashem Azazel on the other. And I'll decide which one he wants to bring Lash. Because both of them won. Both of them are suitable. That's one interpretation. So the Gemara says, again, what are we trying to do over here? We're trying to get the word Goralot. Because it says Goralot. So by doing this, I'll put two Goralot on each one. And one will be so I get the Goralot and I get the Goralehad. So the Gemara says, Tamudomar Goralehad Lashem. Again, from the fact that it says Goralehad, it's Mashma, only one is Fashem. In this system, you have two Fashems. So it doesn't work either. So, Ela, what do you want me to do? Simple. Goralot make them even. Not that you're putting two goralot on each one. The goralot either two golds, two silvers, or two wood, or size. That's what goralot means. So basically, you have two tickets in the box from equal material, equal size. One says Lashem, one says Azazel, he sticks his hand in, he puts one on one of them, one on the other one, and Shalom Israel. All the other options are knocked out. Goralot shall kodavar. Okay, now the Gemara says you can make the tickets out of any material. Pshita. Why not? Why would I think there's an enyat to make the goralot out of a certain material? Lord Serich, Alek Netanya. Vishimatsinu batsits. Shashem katub alav. Deushel zahab. Yaakov abzekem. Tabodomar goral, goral. Riba, riba shel zayit, riba shel egoz, riba shel eshkerowa. I would have thought that what? I would have thought that since the seats 
which has a shim's name on it, and it has to be made out of gold. So these tickets, one of them has a lashim on it. So I would have thought that what? Gold. That maybe you got to make it a gold. Once you have to make this one out of gold, you have to make yeah, the other one out of gold because it says gold alone. So I would have thought that maybe it has to be out of gold. Kabash Malal, Goral, Goral, Goral. You want to make it out of olive wood, you want to make it out of uh, gold, you want to make it out of Ishkenoa. There's no problem. There was a half that made it that thinks it's a shim's name is on it. Maybe because it's not, maybe you. Maybe it has to be like the seats. Kabash Malal, it doesn't. Okay. Ben Katina was a Shemasar Dadla Kiyot. Ben Katina came along and made 12 spigots to the sink, which was a convenient item, and Yizachelato. Tana, Kedeshu Shemasar, Ehabe Kwari Masukim, Betamid, Bekadeshin, Yidim, Ragrim, Batahad. Remember, we learned that the 12 Kwanim washed their hands in the morning to do the Kuban Tamid. So there's only two spigots, still online. So he made it in Tachadai, and he added a couple of sinks, and they said that was a nice thing. Okay. Tana. Okay. Now, the two spigots, originally, one was high, and one was low. They weren't next to each other. One was Lema'la, and one was Lemata. So when I was telling you, when did they use the, the top spigot, and when did they use the lower spigot? It says, Shachadid b'milu'o. When Shachrit, the kiyor was filled. So therefore, the Kohen would make Kedeshit Davidaglav bin Alyon. So he would use the top, uh, the top nozzle. However, Arbit Biridato, already in Arbit, the water level went down. So I guess if you use the top spigot, there wasn't water at that level. The water was at the lower level, so you had to use the lower spigot. So it says, Kedeshit Davidaglav bin Atachton. It was made in such a way. Two levels, multi-level. So in the morning when the uh, water was high, you get it from the top. And then the water in the bottom uh, was lower, so you take it from the, from the lower. Okay. The app, we'll have, a, we'll have the new modern... The app, who has a mukhni lakiyon. My mukhni, what's a mukhni? It's a wheel. Pulley, wheel. They used to lower the whole kiyor into the board in order that the water becomes attached now to the board and therefore there's no problem of Then Then it's granted. In the olden days, that was a big invention. Made a pulley, a wheel. He took all the kiddim of Yom Kippur, Munbaz, and he made all the handles gold. So the says, Now, Bedinu, did he do this? We're being a cheapskate for Munbaz. Make the Kirim themselves gold. Why are you only making the handles gold? So Gabarasa Marbaye Bidot Sakinim. It was talking about the knives. The knives you can't make gold. Exactly. You can't make shaita with gold too small. You need something stronger. So he made the handles of the knives gold. And then the actual life itself, whatever metal was made of. Metibe Afu Munbaz Asa Kane Kelim. That's the base, the bottom of the Kelim. The Ugne Kelim. Ugne is like the, uh, this is the organ. And the way you carry, you carry the Kelim from. Vidot Kelim. That's like a pot that has a long handle that comes out. That's called the Adayim. Vidot Sakinim. And the handles of the knives. Shel Yom Kebunu Shazab. 
Oh, but clearly it says over here that all the handles, not only of the knives, it says Yadot, Kelim. You just told me, no, no, you're in the knives. He did it. It says he did the Kelim also. So then what I said, so, no. so then if he's doing it, make, them, make the Kelim themselves go. No, no, that's that explaining the knives. Targuma Abaye Bekatata Dinarge Vahatsine. Which means these kerim were also cleavers and also items that were used to cut. So therefore you can't make them gold either. These kerim, besides the sakit shaita, you had cleavers and different type of items used to cut the meat, to chop the wood, chop the, uh, the bones and stuff like that. So these items, he also could not make them gold themselves because the same reason. So it's all the right. So kerim that do with cutting. So what's all the kerim? Okay, so what kind of what kind of a handle like that is used? I think there's a like a saw or something that has a yeah, handle like this. Not like flat. Axle. Okay, maybe maybe a saw. I'm telling you, has a has a handle like this, not like flat. Axle. They have special kelim for Yom Kippur. Yes. All the kelim that were special for Yom Kippur. That's what we see that. Okay, here the more astan vreshet shezahav. She made a big gold menorah. At the Hekaz entrance. For what purpose? Tana When the sun rises in the morning, The sun hits the Nevreshit and like sparks of light, Ki'ilu, uh, coming off this uh, item. They say, oh, it's Now, who, 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 who knows of it? This is the Beta Mikdash. Who knows? So I tell you, either it's the Kohanim that are going to know. Because who, who's in the Beit Hamikdash? Either the Kohanim, either the Yisraelim that are there called Anshem Ahmad. Because didn't you have Yisraelim that stood there to represent the Jewish people in the Korban Tamid? Because you need the representation. So it's either the Kohanim use it for the clock, or the Yisraelim that are there, or the Nim. So Gemara says, no, it's not so simple. Metivet, hakore et Shema Shachrit, im Anshem Mishmar. If a regular guy reads the Kiryat Shema with the Kohanim that are part of the Mishmar or with Anshem Ma'amad, those are the Israelim that are in the Beit HaMikdash to stand by the Korban Tamid. If you read Kiryat Shema with them, Lo Yatsa, you did not fulfill the Mitzvah properly. Why? They read the Kiryat Shema before Netzahama because they're busy doing Avodah. So therefore they read it early they fulfill the pasuk ubkumecha. They do it already at halot hashahar, which is really not the, not the primest time to read the kiryat shema. Van shem ahmad meharim. Van shem ahmad. They read the kiryat shema after the korban tamid was brought. So therefore, they're not using this uh, this nevreshit. These guys are reading it before the sun comes out. These guys are reading it after the korban tamid. So therefore, who, who's it benefiting? So the Gemara says it is benefiting. Now again, don't think that the people of the Ma'amad missed the Zman of Kinyat Shema. They just didn't read it in the best time. They read it before the Zman. But they read it late. So therefore they tell you, Lo Yatsa Mini Lo Yatsa Tamitzva Kitikuna. Kitikuna. How can I say the Kwanim that you would say Kinyat Shema? Right, the preferred manner. But so this, this division doesn't benefit anybody. Sometimes you have visitors that come to the Azara early in the morning. 
and they came in as a real korban, or whatever they came to do. So for them, they know exactly what to say to Kiryat Shema. They look at the Nevinishet, and it starts to sparkle, and they know exactly, it's the Zman. She also made this gold tablet with the Parashav Sota on it. That's an amazing thing. That the Gemara from here was going to start to learn to answer a big debate in Masechet Gitin. Are you allowed to write Parashiyot of the Torah? Stam on parchment. Are you allowed to write Parashiyot outside of the outside of the Torah itself? Could you write Hamashim? Could you write Parashiyot? Right here, it sounds like you're just writing a Parashat Sota outside the regular. So is that permissible or not? So the Gemara says, "Well, Shmat Mina, Kodvim Megillah." You're allowed to write a Megillah, meaning a paragraph of the Torah, Litinok for a kid, Litlamedba, in order for him to learn. Now that's a Mahloket. In Masayid, are you allowed to write part of the Torah on a parchment, let's say, or on a board, in order to teach uh, to teach a child? So what do you see from over here? They did it. They praised her. Nobody told them that she did anything wrong. Uh, this parashat Sotah was written the Aleph Bet, meaning Bereshet Tevot. All the pesukim we just you just saw letters, and the Kohen then remembers the pesukim Baal Peh. So when he looks at the 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 the, 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 the he's Bereshet Tevot. So that, no, nobody argues on that. So Gemara says Metive Kishu Kotev Roe Bechotev Mashikatu Batamla. When he writes it over, it says he writes what's written in the tabla, which is mashma. It was, words. it was words. It doesn't write exactly what's in the tabla, so it's, 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 it's an abbreviation. It's not like it's written in the tabla. Okay. Metive kishu kotev when he writes parashat sota roe vechotev ma shekatu b'tabla uma katu b'tabla. Im shachav ishotach, v'im no shachav, im satif, v'im no satif. The words. Hatam besirugim, which means they just wrote the beginning of each pasuk. The shachav ishotach, abbreviation, abbreviation, the atki satit, abbreviation, abbreviation. So they just wrote three words or so, and then they finished the pasuk abbreviation. So therefore, the starting off exactly. So therefore, there were, there were words on the tabla, but you have no proof that you can write a megillah bishlemuta. They just wrote to me. That's what she says on top. Imlo shachav acharav shetevot atzof amikra. And then the ad ki satit v'acharav l'shetevot asuv ha'mikra. Yitzen Hashem otach v'acharav l'shetevot asuv ha'mikra. Uba'u amayim v'acharav l'shetevot asuv ha'mikra. And that's what it means. Serugi. Huh? You have no proof of it. You have no proof of it. You tried to say they wrote the full Megillah, full word. I can argue. I can say they wrote a shetevot. Can't say a shetevot. They read words. Good. The beginning of the words. But you have no proof from this story. Let's finish the to the Mishnah. Or to the yeah to the Mishnah. Nikanor naasud nisim ledal totav. Nikanor. Miracles happen with his doors. Tanur banan man nisim naasul edal totav. What's the miracles that happen to Nikanor's doors? 
He went to bring the the gates of the Beit Hamikdash for the eastern side of the Azara. Alexandria imported them from Egypt. Bahazirato was on the boat. So on the boat there was a storm. Ahmad Alab Nashol Shibayam the Tabbeo. But Minna they were gonna drown. Natua Hatmehim. So one of the uh, sailors took one of the doors, Vitinu Nayam, in order to lighten up the weight of the boat. But still the waters were very, very choppy and uh, there was still sakana. So they wanted to throw the other gate off the uh, off the boat. Nikanor got up and he hugged the door, like tied himself to the door. The Amar lahem hatiluni ima. You throw in the gate, though, throw me with it. Miad nachayam zapo. When Borei Olam saw the misirut nefesh that Nikanor had for the gate, all of a sudden the misirut nefesh segulat stopped the uh, stopped the storm. Vayam mistair al haberta, but he felt bad. He lost one gate. When they pulled into the port in Israel, underneath the boat, the, the other gate was attached like, was, was following it. All of a sudden you see it come from under the boat and it floats to the top. That's the Mishiru Nefesh, that's a miracle that happened. That the, the gate followed him. That, uh, like, a, like a shark or a species in the water, uh, a creature swallowed the gate. And then spit it out, and when they got the Akko, it was on the shore already. Rahitenu is the doors. The doors, Berotim. That's a Berotim. Altekle Berotim, Ela Beriat Yam. Rahitenu Briat Yam. Briat Yam was from the creature of the uh, of the ocean. Briat Yam. The fish it's Briat Yam. Our doors were safe from Briat Yam. Or some say Briat Yam. Shiloh Paredua de la Totzumizu. Is this there was a Brit, there was a covenant between the two doors. The doors were loyal to each other. That the other door made a breach with the other one not to separate. Berichyam. Over time, they upgraded the doors of the Beit HaMikdash. They plated them with gold. They kept them the way they were. They wanted to remember the miracles. The copper that they used was very shiny. So it was like gold. They didn't have to change it. It's a special type of copper that was very refined. Okay, it says in the Sefer Ezra,